everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. Welcome to Sporadically, but no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That's terrible. I can't, do, I can't get it out of my head, even when I try and say the name Dan Hughes. That's how it comes out. It's just awful. Um, let's do a gap. Let's try that again. Fucking hell. Okay. New Year's resolution was to try and do a sensible and serious podcast, and it looks like we're failing. We're crashing. It's not working. <laughs> Like all New Year's resolutions. I've been watching you do live videos with folk and it's all so serious and professional and I just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be that man. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to be doing that. And I just messed it up, you know. And also because I've not been doing podcasts, my swearing ratio has gone right up. So it's gone. It's like going to come on and like swear like a trooper realise I can't do it. Anyway, try again. Okay. Probably just leave this in. <laughs> Hello and what? No, can't. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. No. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for. It's January. It's 2019. What are you going to be up to? I can't think of a proper intro. Anyway. <laughs> A long, a long, long time ago, I can still remember when we went down to Harrogate. <laughs> and I knew if I took the chance, I could make the people prance and they'd maybe be play board games for a while. <laughs> um, February made me shiver. <laughs> and all the cardboard I deliver. Um, conference on my doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. So I can't believe I can't believe I'm going with this. I can't believe I then try to get down to Aircon, um, go down the ninety five, and bumped into Mark Cook. Hey. Hello, Mark Cook. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. It's good to have you on. Oh, um, it's be been back. it's been a while. As was just <laughs> I just said, um, I've been seeing a lot of you. You've been getting about a bit. And yeah. I was quite concerned that it's all been very, very professional <laughs> and it's all been very, very serious. <clears throat> but then I did hear that you were on... Um, Hello! You were on, yeah. Sporadically <laughs> bored, spontaneously bored. It's Dan Hughes, he's got my head. Dan Hughes? Anyway, <clears throat> there's a lot of editing yeah. to get done already and we're just five minutes in, which is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, we spoke um, earlier on, well at the early doors of kind of 2018 when you were just about to start mm. off to do your aircon thing again and I think the big news at the time was you were going to have kind of uh, Rodney Smith mm. was going to be staying at your house. <laughs> he did stay at my house, yeah. So I know how that went, first of all. Did you, did, did you manage to get the shrine kind of set up? And <laughs> yeah. Did you show him your little framed picture of where you backed him on kind of Kickstarter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just sort of left it under the pillow. Um, <laughs> What's that bulky hard thing under my pillow? <laughs> the thing that was a bit weird that I'd forgotten to get rid of. So I've, it's yeah. a bit better now since I've watched this tidying up show on Netflix, but my kind of computer area used to be a bit of a mess. And when I first did the announcement, that he was going to be coming. I couldn't think of a way of showing everyone on Facebook Live like a picture of him, so like online. So I printed one off to show it to the camera so everyone yeah. would know it was Rodney Smith. But I'd forgotten to tidy that up. So there was a picture of him <laughs> laying around because my office is also in the spare room. That's so fantastic. It was just a picture of him on the desk. He must have just been like, what on earth? Where, where am I? 
And, <laughs> and then, especially because the... So, so our house, like, the, the spare room's locked in the attic, and there's a lock on the outside of the door, and I must, you know... <laughs> He must have just for for small. It's supposed to be for small children to stop them getting upstairs, um, but he must have just thought, "Wow, I go in. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> I can go up this stairwell into a bedroom. I can't necessarily get back out of. And there's a picture of me in there. It's yeah. That it'd be like some kind of stalker thing, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what was the plan? It's like, well, you know, but <clears throat> five six years ago, I decided I want to catch myself. Rodney Smith. So how'd you go about that? Well, you know, I could go to his house, or I yeah. could start. A, I could start a games convention, yeah. and over a period of time, gain up the audience, the numbers where I could actually just turn around and get him to come to me. <laughs> exactly. It's the you know it would have fooled Cluso. Like, he would have been. <laughs> was the clue the fact that walls were made out of glass and kind of had holes yeah, a little hatch. cut into them yeah. so you could breathe a little foot hatch for him to take kind of stuff through yeah. that would be absolutely fantastic yeah, I take it went well then yeah no we had a lovely time and uh, it was all quite rushed so he kind of landed on the I think it was the Thursday and uh-huh. I picked him up from Heathrow and we kind of came back up the M1 via Warhammer World um, in Nottingham and had a nice wander around and that was kind of cool because they obviously he's done a few videos for Games Workshop um, so we kind of got a, a nice VIP tour and got taken into a back room where they showed us some of these games that were yeah. you know, at the time they were they were all top secret I think they've I think they've released them all now or they were certainly all right, that's cool. um, but yeah that was that was nice and then um, yeah we came back up and we went out for fish and chips like you do um, and uh, but, but does he go? Time. Was this a new thing for him though? Fish I mean, and chips was, was it yeah, kind of yeah. like oh, that was some yeah. weird actually. And he's like, this is covered in batter. It's like, yes, yeah. isn't that bad for you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aren't you going to eat it? Yeah, I better eat it. But um. yeah. well, so he, he said he liked the fish and chips. He wasn't so keen on the curry sauce <laughs> on the like you know fish chop fish and chip shop curry sauce. He wasn't a big fan of. Um, and then the next day, I think in the morning, he just my wife took him out to York, and they had a little wander around York, which is a lovely place to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, but he must have had a, a fairly reasonable time. He's coming back, so yeah. I mean, this- how did how do you approach that? Did, did you just kind of like say, "So you're doing anything around <laughs> about March next year?" Again? <laughs> well, I just. Went straight in, straight after the conference. Hope you had a good time. Do you want to come back next year? Yeah. So, um, and then we met up at Essen, actually. Yeah. And um, went out for a meal, and he he showed his Keyforge, which at the time it wasn't properly released at Essen. I think they were demoing it at Essen, but he had some packs because he was doing some videos on it. So he, yeah, we went back to his hotel and he opened some decks of Keyforge, and (laughs) we had a go. It was good. (laughs) <laughs> cracked, cracked open a couple of bottles of bubbly, got some yeah. key for John. Around the bubble bath. Um, bit of, yeah. bit of Kenny G. <laughs> uh, you know? yeah. And this time, we're, when he comes over this time, so he's coming over a bit earlier because he wants to try and not be as jet lagged. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, he was amazing. He just powered through everything. Like, you know, to say that he'd been traveling for the best part of a week or something to get here. Um, he just kept going. Uh, but he said this time, oh, you know, do you mind if I come a day or two earlier? And so we're going to take him on a boat instead this time. We're going to take him on a canal barge and try not to drown him. Try not to drown you imagine if you just turned up and went, well, you've heard the news. Um, it's not going to be any more watch it played. You'd be the man that killed Rodney Smith. I don't think you'd be able to go outside. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. What happened? He kind of fell over and he disappeared. It was kind of like Bird Box, but the bad ending. (laughs) He went down the rapids. You know, he was on the front trying to do the Titanic move. (laughs) There was a low bridge. You you insisted that he was stood at the front so you could could wrap your arms around his waist so he could put his arms out. Make me fly, Mark. Make me fly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, so it'd be a, a lovely time. Um, <laughs> I'll <don't know>, <laughs> like, put the fear of death in you. 
Yeah, so what yeah. it is is, so the reason I got the idea is, I don't know if you've been watching, he started, so um, he started like a personal vlog. Uh, so yeah. obviously he's been doing Watch It Played now for whatever it's seven, eight years or something. And I think he he says on one of them that he felt that it's all very structured, Watch It Played, you know, like it's the same thing. Although he loves it, he wanted to do some more creative stuff. And so he does this personal vlog. And there's him kind of kayaking up and down this river out the back of his house. So, so I thought, oh, I wonder if we've got any of that around here. And uh, all we have really around here are the big whitewater rapids. Yeah. If you want to do kayaking. And I thought, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> it's probably going back to the Titanic thing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, and then I was like, oh, well, we've got loads of canals. And canal barges are a big thing around here. So let's have a go at that instead. And uh, yeah. It should be fun. I'm just kind of trying to imagine him and his amazing Canadian surroundings that's all, you know, like these stupidly big trees or, you know, on the back of a canal barge going through Bradford. Um, (laughs) You'll have to give him a couple of days. He'll end up with like 20 pence and hedges in his back pocket. Pork pie hat, you know. Yeah, selling selling jewelry and stuff to pop the folk that go past and things like that. You have them completely converted, but it sounds yeah. like sounds like an awful lot of fun. What um, <clears throat> going back to the serious business of um, not that you know, obviously Rodney Smith isn't serious business. <laughs> yeah. But did you did that? What kind of effect did that have on the sh- on the on the sh- on the con? I mean, mm. on the event, did you see kind of did numbers? Did you see a big spike in numbers? With people, did it have a positive kind of effect on there? Yeah, I, I mean, I would imagine so. Like, we definitely had a spike in numbers. It was um, up again quite significantly on the previous year. Um, mm-hmm. It's always kind of hard to know why that is, though. Um, but I'm sure, you know, the feedback that we've had has, has been amazing, uh, you know, about having Rodney there. Like, people, he's just such a nice guy. And <laughs> people, <laughs> it, it just kind of fits the, the vibe of the show anyway, where it's just quite relaxed and friendly and everyone kind of generally gets on um and so people are just or you know asking straight away will it be back next year um yeah uh, yeah yeah so yeah i'm sure it had had an impact and um yeah and he's yeah he will be back and hopefully all i'd say we're gonna gonna try and structure it a bit more this time because it was just a bit he just kind of (laughs) played games with anyone asked but i think it got a bit um it was quite busy for him sometimes, so we're going to just like we put in proper slots where you can just yeah um, get a game with him, and he'll be doing some other stuff around. But yeah, I'm sure it, I'm sure it had a really good impact, and certainly on like I said on the show during during the time, people were very positive about about the whole thing. Is that I mean this year has it made it easier for you to kind of like book tables and stuff like that? Have you had a lot more people? Kind of, I know you've obviously had your previous list. You would have gone back to them and said, "Okay, if you want to book a table, has it meant that you know the tables kind of for kind of exhibitors have they sold out kind of yeah. really really quickly, really really well?" Yeah, yeah, they did um, very quickly and kind of surprised us a little bit. Um, where because we kind of done the hall plans, we'd increased the exhibitor area slightly, but we we had to. Uh, it's about two months ago now, I think. Just before mm-hmm. Essen, so that was it. Was kind of funny because we were going to Essen to try and the the original idea was to try and sell space. Um, but yeah. we, we'd sold it all like a month before Essen, so we just kind of went <laughs> and just said hello to people instead. <laughs> Had a bit of a jolly, yeah. Kind yeah. of walked around, kind of. But I mean, that must have taken a lot of the pressure off because I know yeah. that one of the things um, the guys from Tabletop Scotland, I think one of the things that they were concerned about is, yeah, it's very well having people kind of coming along mm. having a library of games to be able to kind of like play but they also you want you know you need also the kind of the distractions at the beginning because people when they usually come in they don't just sit down and go straight for a game yeah they usually have like a little kind of wander about and stuff like that as well did does that mean have you considered kind of ex, kind of expanding then um, if you i mean as i mean i think you mentioned that you know the Paragate Convention Centre has got the ability to maybe expand a little bit, yeah, but yeah. not that much. I um, mean, if, if you I think to look we're at okay that. there for a, we're okay there for a good few years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think um, I think we, we did the maths, and I think we can go up to about nine or ten thousand if we ever got wow. to that big. So it's you know, there's plenty of space. Um, uh-huh. It's kind of a really 
um, odd bloke, like a bit like a TARDIS kind of thing, where you see the outside. It's big, obviously, from the outside, but there's just so many of these big hidden halls all over. Um, uh-huh. We have increased the space already this year, so we've got two halls this year on the on the Saturday. Uh-huh. Um, but I think I think we're going to have to just make some decisions after this one of what we want to do because <clears throat> we've had to say no to some people this year, which is you know sad. You know we don't like saying no to people, but um, but I think you know we want to go down the open gaming route. We want to be the you know a convention to come and play games at. So that has to be our priority first and then we'll put the exhibitors in um afterwards um yeah. so whether we do something like um an application kind of system next year maybe or um we pull the trade out of that hall and have a bigger space for everyone i don't know we'll have to make a decision then but um but yeah it's good and it's nice um it's like i said it does definitely take a bit of the pressure off um cuz i do remember you know like a couple of years ago well i, I back to I think it was the second public one I think was when we had first had exhibitors and we were only trying mm. to sell four plots at the time and that was a, that was a struggle <laughs> and <laughs> um and now we've got sort of 50 something um so yeah so it's definitely definitely a different kind of thing and uh and, and it's good and it a- enables us to make sure there's a good mixture um uh, of different exhibitors so one of the things I noticed, I don't know whether it's because of the dwindling kind of number of um, distributors. So really, there's, there's kind of only two or three distributors to retailers now. So when you go to some of the bigger trade shows, um, most of the people that are just general sellers of games have quite similar stuff. And they'll just yeah, try and yeah. knock a pound off of the person that's closest to them or whatever. Um, so we, we very early on put a limit that we're not going to have more than um, four general sellers. And they're all quite different as well, which is nice. <clears throat> um, so it let us then around that put in kind of some cool, funky stuff. Um, so we've got people that make their own dice bags and um, Oink games are coming. You know, the, the small Japanese games. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and um, we've got Draw Lab coming over from Greece who, and they make these really cool like trebuchet style dice chuckers and catapults and stuff. Um, so yeah, there's some really cool stuff um, going on and that enables us to do that kind of pick and choose a little bit more. Whereas maybe before we were just saying yes to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully it all was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah. yes, 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 you can, you can come on. Yes, no, no, it's it's fine. Yeah. No, no, you can wear speedos while selling board games to people. I'm sure they kind of don't mind. That's perfectly, <laughs> perfect. Yes, you are allowed to run around the block, so you appear slightly sweaty. Yeah, yeah that's that. No, everybody likes um, everybody likes blue vein cheeses. <laughs> Waft away. Um, yeah, yeah Eastendersopoly is a great idea. <laughs> No, it's just not. It only a saxophone impression only actually ever works if you put your thumb in your mouth while you try to do it. You know, see, perfect. Took my thumb out of my mouth. Doesn't work at all. It's just you need. Like the last twenty minutes, <laughs> yeah. But have you have you had to? In this part of the show, we're all going to go up and up. <laughs> um, have you had to change your view to be well, like? Okay, when Aircon started, right? Mm. It was you walking in the house, mm. getting some people round. Then, obviously, you moved into the Harrogate Convention Centre. Yeah. Yeah. Are you having to kind of put on your more of a business hat? Are you having to kind of look at this? I know obviously it's kind of coming to its own, but as you're saying, you know, you're saying, well, we've got the potential to now, we're going like into the second hall and we're bringing in 50 exhibitors. Are you having to have like serious kind of more kind of, would you say you become more business-like in the way that you approach it? Are you kind of like having a plan? Is there strategy involved? You know, things like that. Um you would think, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, it's all still very much we're doing it because we like doing it and we enjoy it, and 
um we don't so i never try and push anything or sell anything if someone is like you know if i suggest something to someone and they they kind of go i get a feeling that they're not really that up for it i'm not gonna do the hard sell so we've not kind of gone that businessy i don't think and Mm. and it's still do you know like it's still even though it's still growing at a massive rate the hobby i think it's still fairly small and relational and even you know just the the thing of because it is board games and you sit down with people and play games with people it's still Mm -hmm. very face-to-face and getting on with people so i know i think i already knew pretty much all of the exhibitors or had met them somewhere before so it's kind of like a nice friendship thing so we've not had to get too businessy as far as i know i mean we've had to do things like set up an invoice system (laughs) and it's like that kind of background work (laughs) the the boring uh, stuff um zero no (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. um but yeah i think generally it's still all you know it's all very nice and relational (laughs) and just chatting to people and you know i had a what was supposed to be a business meeting with um (laughs) some people at essen i can't remember who it was now and we just sat and chatted and you know ate some <clears> sweets <throat> and stuff and then kind of went oh <laughs> should we chat about aircon and then it was just like I well think... we probably don't need to do we We're like no it's fine see you there <laughs> and that was <laughs> it's it. probably that's probably how most business meetings actually <laughs> happen yeah so, i mean yeah i think it's like who bought who brought the celebrations in yeah <laughs> somebody should have brought the celebrations i got uh heroes oh they'll do just crack them open. Let's kind of crack on. What about the business meeting? We don't do business here. Yeah. We, we do business on the golf course. I've got um, roses. Get out, Jim. <laughs> Jim's had those roses for the last three and a half years. He keeps bringing them in and hopeful. I thought he'd left the job. He does, but he still brings them. He's still, you know, he just waits. You know, with Janice his roses. down the hall, she kind of like always invites him along in the meetings because she feels sorry for him because he's out in his allotment. Yeah. He keeps bringing those roses back. It's not even a and big plastic eat- tub. It's just one of those small cardboard things, you know, that you and get for two pounds. And he's eating all the toffees. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating all the purple eating ones. All the he's taking them all out. He's not that. He's kind of he's cracked the chocolate around the nut ones, and then he's wrapped oh, them back up. Oh, dirty, dirty man. <laughs> um, are you looking at? I kind of. Are you looking at expanding the kind of the experiences? That you offer then. Um, um, I mean, there's kind of like the, the digital world seems to be kind of calling its name. I mean, are you looking at things like, you know, I mean, is that in terms of the demonstrations and stuff mm. like that? I mean, have you got different people approaching you kind of looking to demo kind of different products now? I mean, yeah. you've obviously your geek and sun tables and stuff and general kind of accessories. Are you kind of getting approached by those people too? Yeah, yeah. Um, so got a fair few kind of people that just make cool stuff. Um, and then uh, we had, uh, unfortunately we had to say no because we had filled up with space when they, when uh-huh. they approached us, but there was someone that makes like um, board game themed drinks or something. And, Whoa! Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was that was quite cool. But yeah, unfortunately, I'd say no. And they were called the Something Tavern. I wish I could remember the name now. Um, but hopefully, next year we'll be able to get them back. Um, but yeah, we've got kind of um, Mythic Games are coming this time to do some demoing, um, and Asmodee will be back doing some demoing. Um, yeah, so so we're still trying to get a good mixture of where you can sit and play games and have people teach you games. So Paul Grogan from Game Rules, he's going to be at the Geekinson tables like where he'll he'll just demo a bunch of different stuff from different publishers. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. And then we, we'll, we're we still doing our events as well, which we have always just kind of focused around really fun stuff. Um, we do a couple of kind of panel things and a bit more of the serious stuff, but it's mostly it's a lot of silly fun. Um so we've got a, an event that we did at one of our very early air cons. So I don't know if you ever used to watch Geek and Sundry when they used to do a bit more board gamey stuff, but they had a show that was called Super Fun Awesome Party Game Time, <laughs> um, and it was basically where they where they kind of got classic kids or family games and just made them big and silly and ridiculous, yeah. like 
you know, you see those things on Facebook where it's people yeah. playing hungry hippos where they lie on a skateboard with a washing basket and just trying to grab tennis yeah. balls. Yeah. Um, so we did a version of that live at, uh, like I said, a, a few air cons ago where we played blindfolded giant Jenga um, and Bez did a version of in a bind that was like with giant cards and made special cards for it and things like that and lots of silly things. So that's making a return and it's just going to be stupid, but it'll be really fun. <laughs> and so it's called Super Fun Awesome Party Game Time 2 The Reimagining uh-huh. Live. Um, All right. <laughs> <I'd> say, yeah. <laughs> So I, there'll just I be lots of silly, silly challenges where, I, I, so a, a bit of a spoiler, one of them will be like, we're going to line up meeples on a table and you have a uh, balloon, you have to blow up the uh-huh. balloon and blow the meeples off the table with the air from the balloon and, you know, the team that does it first wins. <laughs> have you been practicing? Uh, I've had a couple of goes at some of them, yeah. <laughs> so you could turn up like in a disguise. <laughs> Oh, well, we've got, we've got like a... <laughs> Hello. Is that your disguise voice? Yeah. That's me. You have it here, Mark, Mark kicks the thing and he goes, oh, <clears throat> I don't know, have you seen Mark? Oh, he was here somewhere, he said he was going to grab some lunch. Anyway, let's uh, do this prize for a sealed copy of the uh, Case of the Old World and Fury of Dracula, shall we? And our first contestant, we've got um, Mr... What's your name? It's Cock Moke. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so that sounds that sounds good. Um, <clears throat> one thing you mentioned was um, not to do with board gaming, but to do with baking. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, I hadn't forgotten. Yeah. Um, but um, Kim Joy's going to be coming from. Yeah. She's known for kind of doing rather well in the Great British. Bake off. She did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, was that, I mean, how did that kind of come about? Was that kind of, because you obviously you know them yeah. quite well. So, I mean, in terms, I mean, if we look at the kind of like how she did in the series, I mean, were you kind of quite, were you kind of cheering her on constantly? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was she not allowed, were they not allowed to tell you? No, they weren't allowed either? to say anything and they did really, really well. Because wow. um, I kept trying to, it out of them, especially Nabil, which is Kim Joy's partner, and so he's yeah. he's one of the aircon team. Yeah. And, oh right, okay. And, <laughs> and I really thought I could crack him, but he did really, really well because because so I actually I think I actually met Kim Joy before I met Nabil and before they yeah. were a couple at just a games night, and so she is a gamer, and um, but then I was playing a game of Resistance with Nabil once. And mm. he was just dreadful at it, like really, really bad. Like he couldn't hide the fact that he was a spy. And then in another game, he didn't think he was the spy, but he was. And it was things like this, you know, he was just really bad at it. So I was like, I could definitely crack him. And I could definitely, <laughs> yeah, I could definitely get the results of Great British Bake Off and then tweet it or sell it to the highest bidder or something. Um, but no, he did, they did really well. And I, I went and watched it with him a few times as well. Um, yeah. They kind of did these viewing parties, and they didn't even oh. tell us the result of the, that show. Like they waited until the end, and so the, we went and watched the final with them. Um, yeah, which was kind of funny because it's like they obviously know the whole results of everything. Um, and uh, but yeah, it was good. It was good fun. And uh, but she came to Aircon last year, obviously before Great British Bake Off. Um, yeah, um, and then. But she said, oh, you know, she obviously just wants to come back and play some games and stuff. She can probably only make one day, I think. She's probably only going to be on the Saturday. Um, yeah. Unless some big engagement comes up, you know, maybe going to bake for the Queen or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you, I mean, have you, have you kind of said, is she going to be kind of like directly involved in everything as well then? I mean, are you, are you making kind of like an and with, you know, and with Kim Joy from the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. And then Rodney Smith's going to go like, Rodney's going to be pissed. Who? <laughs> Do you know, everybody's going to be, he's going to be like, um, here, let me sign this for you. And it's like, no, no who, who are you? <laughs> Somebody's got their spatula <laughs> and, a, and a marker pen and a hopeful look in their eye. Yeah. Rodney's going to be going along going, what's happened? What's happened? 
They probably don't you know, have that over there, do they? Well, they wouldn't have the Great British Bake Off. Right. I, I don't think they would. They've probably got the Great American Shouting at Flower <laughs> kind of match. It's probably presented by Gordon Ramsay, and he just runs around throwing icing at everybody and then kicking people in the head, <laughs> telling them how absolutely useless they are. Well, you know, super Canadian roadkill cook off. I know, <laughs> but I mean, on the interest, on the other side of it, you know, with. Is there a chance there's going to be some people that are going to turn up just to see her? Yeah, potentially. And have never played a board game before in their life? Or they're going to be coming in going, what's this all about then? How do we do this? Yeah. And the first experience of a board game is where you're going to be telling them, right, so you get the balloon, <laughs> blow in here. Blow the meeples off you the try table. And, you try and blow the meeples off the table. And that's, that's their impression of a board game. Of her entire hobby. Yeah. It's going to be them blowing wooden wooden little tokens off a table. So you need to be careful here because yeah. you're going to be the ambassador. <laughs> no, and that, you've just really ramped up the pressure there now. I've just, you know, that's my job, t- you know, is to just to bring it, build on the pressure here. You know, it's like not everybody's, you're going to be judged. I'm just saying. Is <laughs> Paul Hollywood going to come in and just be like, no, these you are terrible t- board imagine games. Imagine if you rocked up. Imagine if he rocked up, just walked up to you and went, yep, you got Monopoly. <laughs> Have you got Paul Hollywood Monopoly? Um, <laughs> Have you got Paul the Great British Bake Off Monopoly? Breadopoly. Um, <gasps> That's so good. Yeah, could be one. No. It might be one. It, it probably is. It's rule, is it rule 37 or something? Is it as soon as you mention something being a version of Monopoly, it just pops into existence somewhere <laughs> pretty yeah. much. It kind of makes you know, me rethink can... the idea that I had when I was chatting to Dan Hughes um, the other day. <laughs> um, we were saying that I had an idea for a live show would be him trying to get his 3D printer working in front of everyone. So. I think I think that would be amazing. It's... It would be like uh, it would be like Scrapyard Challenge, <laughs> but angrier, <laughs> just angrier. Turning Just it like into that. scrap doesn't... rather than making something out of scrap. <laughs> Does it look like Crichton? <laughs> um, just an angry guy going about with a beard. You can just imagine it all back combed <laughs> and like half of his face kind of all being powdered with something's gone on fire. <laughs> you know, and he's like, he's had to kind of like make himself like some kind of cradle for his arm <laughs> where everything is kind of going to come crashing down. Hmm. It's like, this is shite! <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> Someone's going to say, uh, is he oh, gonna... you can't swear. I'm not on the dice tower now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Behave yourself, Dan. No way! <laughs> anyway, he's becoming a regular feature on the show now. That's... He just gets talked about. It's ever since Matthew Jude was on the show. It's oh, kind of yeah. like, you've kind of got, like, got Dan. you got Daniels. See, this, I can't even say his name without saying it the way that he says it, which is even worse. We're going to have to edit out this whole <laughs> bit because he's just going to come down. Is he coming to Aircon? Uh, yeah, he'll be there. Yeah. Oh, will he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that gives me even more reasons yeah. to, to kind of go in a disguise. <laughs> so if you see me and I go, hi, Mark. <laughs> Who are you? You know, I bought I Hollywood. <laughs> Would you like to see my copy of Predopoly? <laughs> Predopoly. Predopoly. Can't even get the name right. It's no. not even that. It's not even kind of that good. Um, where are you in terms of preparation? I mean, is this the kind of the mad hmm. kind of, I guess, kind of two months or is everything, have you kind of like, well, I've done this so many times. <laughs> I'm just going to rock up three days before. I know where the chairs are. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. No, it's definitely kind of the, it's the post-Christmas. Now we really need to do a lot of stuff. Um, so we generally know everything that we need to do before Christmas. But then after Christmas is that now we just need to do everything, <laughs> um, <laughs> like like order furniture. Because the way um, I think uh, you, when you were chatting to the tabletop Scotland guys, he was they were saying this as well of where just how your finances actually come in. Um, all the money is kind of weighted right up to close to the show that's coming in because yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. buying last minute tickets. But you have to pay for everything like three, four, five months in advance. Um, and so it's kind of everything's lined up <laughs> and it's just this time now is now go, 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 spend, 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 um, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's like a wedding. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's kind of, 
it, it's great. Um, uh, at the same time, it's a little bit stressful um, when you have to pay like four thousand pounds for tables and chairs. <laughs> um, you kind of just hoping it all comes together, and it generally has done so far. It's been fine, um, but also like a lot of the design stuff because for some reason people like to leave stuff fairly late on the day to say oh yeah I want to be a sponsor or I want to do this or do that um, so you have to leave a lot of that stuff late we have done more, I think we were talking just about digital stuff earlier, we've gone yeah, more yeah. digital in terms of we've got an app now, um, so that's helped because we can you can update that yeah, a lot easier. I kind of dropped that subtle hint there yeah. and it just like <laughs> yeah. go, it went off on a it, tangent grab it, grab it yeah. nice, I always went and talked about something yeah. else but yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll just do it now um, <laughs> do it now yeah. uh, I think we were talking about saxophones or something um, <laughs> got my thumb in my mouth yeah. Uh, yeah no so we got like an app is much easier to update than obviously a piece of paper uh, where you have to <laughs> You know, when you've printed 5,000 of something, you can't just make a small change to them all. Um, <laughs> just go around folks' houses. Yeah. I've just got to change that at 5 o'clock if that's okay yeah. with you. I'm really sorry. It still says 2018, um, which I, I actually <laughs> did, yeah. Oh, yeah, which was kind of annoying. This time last – well, not this time last year, just after Aircon last year when I printed all the flyers for this year, 5,000 yeah. flyers, it said 2018. Yeah. And so I had to go to Ben, who looks after all of our money. Wow. And I said, Ben, I'm really sorry. I spent all this money and these are all useless because they say 2018 because I've used the same template. Um, oh dear. Yeah. That's, it, it wasn't. I'm not, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm <laughs> laughing with you. But that must have been. Yeah. It was, but an app's fine. An app's great because so, I mean, you, you, you know, someone says, oh, you've spelt aircon wrong. And we go, oh, that's fine. I can change it from here. Um, uh, yeah, and then we've we we're working. Actually, <laughs> what I like to say at the minute is we're working with a developer in New Zealand. Um, but actually, what it is 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 our friend that used to work with us here in Bradford, who's just gone out to New Zealand for a few months. <laughs> but he is a developer, um, so he's working on a like a digital system for our library and for our bring and buy All right, okay. as well. Okay. So it's it's where we like bringing in the digital stuff where it can help. Um, yeah, we're not just doing it for the sake of it, but. Um, yeah, so it'll be cool. Um, and the app's great. It's like a dedicated kind of event app thing. And these guys, we just got in touch with these guys over Twitter, I think. And um, mm-hmm. they, they have a bunch of different events hosted on there. Um, but you can kind of add guests and you can see all the events and you can create little meetups. So you could use it really easily to um, kind of arrange a game. Just say, oh, I want to play 18x Bradford, whatever. Um does anyone else want to play with me and they can kind of sign up yeah. to the game and and so that's it's really cool a really good app um that we're that we're going with and like a little nice little chat box thing and, and it's free which is good and where can you get the app uh the easiest way so the, the app's called fanguru but um if you go to our events pages facebook.com forward and uh, no, not facebook aircon.uk forward slash events and then there's actually a widget for the app there that you can click on and it'll take you through to the to the download link is the probably the easiest way because um, the actual address is a bit you know one of those funny ones it's like fan.guru.app slash aircon somewhere um, but yeah and it's it's proven to be very good and very useful I mean in terms of I mean in terms of like are you starting with there being more people kind of coming along? Mm. Is kind of like folk staying and stuff like that? Is that becoming the norm? Because I noticed on the <clears throat> on the website you're actually putting kind of like links into the the hotel rooms mm-hmm. as well. Um, so you finding you get more and more people kind of coming from far and wide? Yeah. Um, so certainly in terms of people making the the journey and coming and staying and. Um, what we're hearing quite a lot of actually, which is nice, is people are bringing their, their families that maybe are not so into games um, because of Harrogate being a lovely place. They, and they're kind of turning it into a small holiday. And mm-hmm. so they'll, you know, they can dip in and out of the convention as they want, but at the same time, they can go and join their family in Harrogate and enjoy the lovely spa town. So mm-hmm. we definitely, mm-hmm. and we've already seen a huge spike um, in our kind of multi day tickets compared to last year. Um, which yeah, which just suggests definitely people are 
there's more people coming and there's more people, yeah. a great percentage of people that are staying for two or three days of the convention. So that's that's really cool. Um, and I think that's nice that, you know, that adds to the kind of friendly vibe because even if you don't know people, you kind of see the same people quite a lot around, like buzzing around the hall. Yeah. And you kind of do that funny, I think I know you from somewhere. Oh, I probably <laughs> just saw you in the toilets or something. Um, and that kind of half nod just in case they nod back. <laughs> you kind of, exactly. It's, it's not a full committed nod, but it's... A, it's just so you can just dumb acknowledging you exist as a fellow human being yeah. or oh my goodness, are you Ross from more games, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. I, I'm expecting I him to it. look I like did a, a tabletop. I, I did it at a tabletop Scotland. <clears throat> Is that Ross from more games? Because I went, because it's almost like um, I did that almost when you meet a famous person kind yeah. of thing. Because I went, it's you, isn't it? Yeah. Go on, yeah. aren't you? Uh, it's, it's you know, I had my weird not wizard T-shirt on. Uh, so he just looked at me and went, "I'm not sh- sure I meant to know who you are, but <laughs> you know." I went, "You know, yes. um, you were on the show. Um, you know, <laughs> we spoke, yeah. um, talked about car- Carcassonne. Um, you know, um, I came to your wedding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was an usher, right?" Yeah, exactly. Married your sister. Um, <laughs> exactly. I saw this is a bit of a name drop, but it's not really. It's oh, kind of a bit funny. But in my local Morrison's uh, on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, um, yeah. I saw Tony Robinson. It was just like wandering really? around, yeah, looking really grumpy. <laughs> it was really <laughs> funny. Um, he was just like, "Where? Why am I in this place?" Like they had that kind of look of, "Don't approach me." <laughs> I bet he just gets Baldrick references oh, all the time. Did you? I, d- I bet you that's that's his entire life. Yeah. I did wonder about asking him. him if he had a cunning plan to beat the cues, and then I thought, <laughs> oh, no, better not, better not. Or time team. I would, I would have. <laughs> I would have rocked right. I would have walked right up there and went, "Is it a cunning plan? That's so cunning you could put a fuck a tail on it and call it a fox." <laughs> yeah. And then he, you know. But then I overheard a couple he, in the car park. <laughs> where the guy was saying, "Oh, I think you can tell a lot about people by how they respond when you say hello," and he's obviously <laughs> referencing Tony. And then his wife's like, "Oh, well, I don't think he wanted to be there, really, did he?" So he'd obviously like just been really <laughs> narky with them. And then this guy was having a bit of a, "Oh, I did my best," you know, Blackadder impression. And <laughs> I know. Or I went in and said, "Do you know what's here, Tony?" Series of small walls. <laughs> yes. That's what I would have done. Because I'm funny. That's a good reference. Um, you know, no, I wouldn't have done that. But you can imagine, he's just getting folk kind of coming up. being. Fa- That's why I'm kind of glad that this podcast isn't going as well as it could do. <laughs> um, because I don't want to be in that situation where folk just walk up to me. Because yeah. I would just go, what do you want? <laughs> and I suppose <laughs> you would have to talk before, because, you know, your face isn't out there that much. So, just... it's probably a good thing. I have got a face for podcasting. <laughs> Do you know, I absolutely, definitely have. I'll be, you know, I will be wearing bacon if I come to Aircon, so that I can get the, at least the dogs to play with me. <laughs> um, like, like Lady Gaga. Oh yeah, I'll be coming down in a big steak dress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> might as well. Um, or you know, maybe some kind of cake kind of thing. Yeah. Trying, you know. <laughs> Just ask Kim Joy, what do you think? What do you think of these scones? Made them myself. I know they're like shoulder pads, but you know, you can't have everything. That's how they're supposed to be, trust me. Exactly, exactly. Um, Where are you with ticket sales? I'm not expecting exact numbers, but I'm I'm guessing that you're kind of... Are you kind of with, again, my only reference being um, Dave at Tabletop Scotland? Kind of like at the beginning, was going, oh, it's trundling along, and then towards the end, mm. it went, why? Yeah. And then are you kind of like sitting there going, well, do you have kind of direct? I take it you've got direct comparisons, so you can say, well, actually, yeah, you know, we're we're fine, we're there or thereabout. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. either it's twenty or thirty, either way. So we're, we're kind of cushy. Yeah, yeah. So we um, we obviously can do year on year comparisons of at least percentage of we saw we definitely sell something like seventy percent of our tickets in the last month before the event which is yeah mm-hmm. which is just bonkers um and we're we are already about 40 percent up on last year so if that 
carries on that trend, we're, we're looking at yeah, about two and a half thousand individuals, I think. Oh. So yeah, so it'll be be a big jump again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, it's all going. We were kind of a little bit worried um, before we launched the ticket sales because last year we did like this big prize draw thing where for every, I think it was every 10 tickets or every 100 tickets or something that we sold, we did like a prize yeah. draw and we gave something away. So yeah. that kind of pushed everything a bit earlier. So we were like, oh, we haven't got that this year. You know, are we still, are we going to see a slowdown, a slower start? But actually it was, it's been mm-hmm. fine and it's um, it's been good. Uh, so yeah, about, I think we're about 750-ish unique, like today, um, like I said. With about sixty or seventy percent of the tickets going to be in the last month, that's going to quickly go up. Close. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, and I think the other side of me, I mean, I don't think offering people that collect board games a board game is necessarily yeah. an incentive. Yeah, for them to go ahead yeah. and get something, because a lot of them will probably be well. It will join my little pile of shame of other stuff yeah, that I haven't played the play. And I think with stuff like what you're offering it's the experience mm. side of things let's face it people want a chance to maybe get introduced to games that they haven't played before i mean for people like myself it'll be a chance to kind of run around um you know just wearing my t-shirt nothing else <laughs> and meeting meeting all these wonderful well, people something else that I've something else trousers maybe <laughs> um i yes i think so that should be a good <laughs> That's probably a good idea. <laughs> but um no, I mean as I say, in a lot of cases it's mm. an experience. I think there's a there's a um places like the UK Games Expo are still to me very daunting because of how busy they could be. Some place like say as I say, Tabletop Scotland, it was fantastic because I got to meet a whole load of people. Something like Aircon again equally appeals to me because I know there's gonna be the likes of Dan Hills <laughs> and you know, a lot of other people. I think the the guys, potentially the guys from Polyhedron and Collider, are going to be there. Yeah. Unlucky Frog are going to be there. There's going to be a folk from that are maybe don't want to be kind of London bound to get somewhere, but they'll be making the journey up. Yeah. You know, to Harrogate just to you know because they've 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 been along a couple of times, and that's kind of that's kind of attractive. Yeah. To me, that it's only you know it's only around about four hours wow. away from me, so it's a dri- it's a drive. It's the way I look at it is I just need to put on four of my podcasts and listen to myself and then listen to myself on the way back and then have a wee cry because I've not got any other podcasts to listen. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's, you kind of get, you could you, get used to it. So I think people, could you hook you know, up with someone else and do, you know, like your own series of that car share thing? You could, you know, two podcasters <sighs> in a punto or something. Um, could you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if the world's ready <laughs> for that. Because, oh. I mean, it's not only just get. Because, first of all, right, I'm quite angry at driving. <laughs> There'll be a lot of swearing. Do you know what I mean? Will you get over the road? I don't care how many walking sticks you're using. <laughs> Will you cross across that zebra crossing? For goodness sake. Or I'll just give you a gentle nudge. Yeah. Um, it in my be, car. It'd be amazing. Like, you could have a wizard and three frogs in a. I, I'm not. I don't know even why you're going kind of going there, unless you're saying I'm a frog, which is acceptable. If you're saying I'm a wizard, there's an um, awful lot of nasty things we could edit into this show. Yeah, um, um, and not a wizard and three unlucky frogs <laughs> three unlucky share a kangoo. <laughs> share a kangoo, and then we have singing yeah. halfway through. Yeah, yeah, and it could be the it could be the East End of Steam tune. <laughs> I've just had another um, idea for a really good game, which maybe okay. it's a maybe it's a this game is broken kind of game, which is you do right. a saxophone impression. Am I doing it with uh-huh. my thumb in my mouth or not in my mouth? <laughs> and that's that's the whole game. <laughs> and you could call it oral sax. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That has to be the next round. Or you could play it. Because the way they do the convoluted, they've got the barcode game as oh, yeah. well. So they Love actually it. get people to guess the barcode. So what you could do is, if a board game had a theme tune based on a saxophone, <laughs> what game would this be? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And you could just let it go. Kind of wild and Thumb crazy. in my bendy sex whistle. There you go. <laughs> That's probably... Rodney's going to hear this. <laughs> 
just getting scared. He's on board. <laughs> so yeah. I just give me a second, Mr. Smith, while I break out my bendy sex whistle. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like that. I can't get out of the attic. I can't get out of I'll the just attic. I'll just say it's, it's, a, it's an English term. It, it means vegan sausage roll. Um. <laughs> <laughs> a vegan sausage roll. That's not good. <laughs> Oh dear, we'll make all the we'll make all the Piers Morgan <laughs> boys cry, which is fine. Um, speaking of tickets, he's trying to reel this back in. It's because it's gone. You know, it's like Father Jack. Oh, let him go. Oh, let him go. Um, what's the ticket prices? I just thought there there's like um, various different yeah. kind of ticket prices. So. What are the various different ticket prices and how much are they? Uh, so it's so. twelve pounds for a day, or twenty eight pounds mm-hmm. for all three days. So you save save money if you spend more, um, and then we do discounts for youth. So that's half price, so like eleven to eighteen, and then it's free for kids. So that's it. Fairly simple price structure. That's amazing for kids. Because yeah. normally on these type of things, there's a little bit of a premium oh, yeah. for the kids. No, well, you know, they're the gamers of the future, so we want to <laughs> treat them well. Treat them well. No, so we and we Let- also do this pretty cool thing. So we team up with um, Imagination Gaming, uh, who are kind of fairly locally based, um, and they're really well known for do it. Like they do a lot of kids' games, and they do a lot of workshops and and things like this. Um, and on the Friday, they run like a little inter-schools tournament that's free for all the kids. It's free for all the teachers. Um, we just let them all in. And they just have a little mini tournament between these different schools um, mm-hmm. playing all these cool games. Um, but the hope is that, you know, the kids go home and say, I had an amazing time. It's on for the rest of the yeah. weekend. Can we all go back as a family? Um, yeah. And that's where we get them. That's where we get into the wallets of mum and dad. Um <laughs> <laughs> so we get them along next year. Yeah. The hearts and the minds will follow, kind of thing. Yeah. No, but, you know, like I, I mentioned earlier, like I've got um, a daughter now, so she's about 18 months, so still way too young to be kind of playing oh, playing games. Cool. Um, I'll be, maybe I'll get her into Terra Mystica next year. Um, but, like, I just, we've already kind of said, my wife and I, that, you know, the family gaming night will be a, a thing in our calendar that we'll just do as a family because it's a great thing to do yeah. all together. So, oh, yeah. So if we can get families doing that um, in some way, and it seems like if you can get the kids <laughs> wanting to do it enough and they go home and go, I will cry until you do this with me. Um, you know, that's probably the way to do it. <laughs> it's go-nuts for donuts or it's tantrum time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, you know, and, and to be honest, um, it's kind of been good for us on our side of things because um, my other half, they're just not into kind of board games really at all. Mm. We've kind of been slowly winning them over a bit of Gonuts for Donuts, a bit of King Domino, oh, nice, you know. Scythe next week, <laughs> we'll see how that goes, but we don't know. Yeah. Could be quite good, we could be onto something brilliant. And then City of Kings and just let them yeah, let them alone. It, yeah. And they'll be like and they'll be like, I'm solo, I'm solo gaming this one. <laughs> you just go you go and do your podcast, son. Let me show you how it's done, kind of thing. Yeah. Um Where can people find you on the internet webs? Um So everything is air can't like but it's air with an E. So A I R E Con. Mm-hmm. Dot UK is the mm-hmm. website. Um, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, and Instagram is all Aircon UK. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. That's where we're all over. We've we've got a Facebook group. We've got an Aircon community where people chat cool. about stuff. Um, and and the app, and you can get the app and chat on there too. Um, so all over the place. And you've got the games library there as well, so people when they come yeah, on, yeah, yeah, so they can kind of play the games library. Yeah, so um, I think we're over about over 400 games now um, that you can borrow for free. Um, just leave a small deposit that you get back when you bring our game back. Um, Money as well, guys. Not Don't be trying to be clever. It depends on the game, yeah. Don't want to fuck off love. Yeah, and so that's really cool, and we'll, we'll kind of let people borrow it overnight during the convention as well, so you can take it back to your hotel oh, and, right, cool. and, and play at the hotel. Um, 
and we've got Wingspan on the way for the library, which would be cool just before its official no release. Way. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's that's, so that's Traveling Man's library actually that we we kind of borrow off them. Um, we're sticking yeah. a bunch of new games in, so that'd be cool. Um, yeah, we've got RPGs going on again. Uh, a nice RPG zone. We're going to do a Keyforge tournament, um, which would be cool. We're going to do two. We're going to do one on Friday and one on Saturday, um, and it'll be a like a sealed deck tournament. So you won't know what you're playing with. You just rock up. Wow, I'm really, really interested to see how one of those pans out and how many tables will get flipped. Yeah, when somebody just goes, "There's a rubbish," <laughs> and then just storm, storm off. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> I think you'd probably stick with Keyforge if you got a silly name. Yeah. You know, so I think I I came up with this amazing theory today. Actually, um, that I think, although everything is obviously procedurally generated and it's supposed to be random, I don't think it is. I think the decks that are worse, like to play with, have the sillier names. So yes, so because they still want you to hang on to them, and then the ones that are really good decks have the boring names. Like Norman is good. Um, <laughs> But you know that's going to be an amazing deck because yeah, yeah, because it's got a really bad name. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so that's going to be like a, a tenner to enter, but you get a free deck, um, and then oh wow, okay. And the first bit is just kind of playing a few games against each other, and who are like in a few mini leagues, whoever does the best goes through to semis, and then that will be kind of a best of three where you swap your deck with the person you're playing against. And the best thing about this is that could be anybody. Yeah. I mean, this isn't somebody just rocking up with a kind of the, Mm -hmm. you know, I think I said this on the last show that we're on, somebody just rocking up with saying, well, I've got this year's must-have instant kill, destroy everything deck. It'll be somebody, it could be somebody that's like, this is the second time I've played a card game in my life. And they just happen to kind of click with their deck when they're, Mm -hmm. when they're playing it and they could just, they could kind of get really kind of far, which I think is a good thing. I think there needs to be that kind of, encouragement for just maybe just people not f- maybe that's the whole thing about the fantasy flight maybe they don't want people feeling they're shut out yeah who knows yeah and i think it's who a knows? i think it's a different crowd um that it appeals to anyway and i think yeah. we've never really done tournaments before um but when we mm-hmm. we, we kind of play keyforge and we're just like actually this is really fun and that was the thing like you know i think competitions for me have always been a bit serious and you know, you sit down and you play the same game for hours on end. Um, whereas, you know, you get a different deck in Keyforge and it can feel like a completely different experience. And I think that's what we liked. It was just, it was fun. Um, and cool. so that, so that's why we decided to do a Keyforge tournament. Um, cool. Yeah. So, so a ton of stuff going on. Um, and yeah, the, the, we're going to have a baking thing as well. <laughs> so we're going to do, um, you have to. We, we we decided to launch something this year. So <clears throat> obviously everybody that's there probably has some mild interest in tabletop gaming in some kind of way. Um, and so we thought, yeah. what could we do that would help you meet people that have something else in common as well? So we decided to start, like, you know, at university you had, like, societies, you had the rock sock and things like that. So um, we're starting air socks. <laughs> Which are like aircon really? societies. So um, the, we're going to just do four and give it a try and yeah. see what happens. But there's going to be a knitting one, um, right? And we've got like there's a knitting shop in Harrogate that's really good apparently. Um, yeah. And they're going to come and run like a knitting circle. So you just turn yeah. up to that and chat about knitting and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to do a baking one, and Kinjoy's going to be there and just you know you can. Show us some of your baked goods. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping I can do it. Um, I'm going to run like a craft beer one because um, I oh, love cool. craft beer. Um, is my other big passion. So, um, and that'll you know encourage people to maybe bring along a bottle that they'd like to share or um, of their favourite beer or whatever. And then um, the last one will be like a comics one that will get travelling man to run because they. They do comics as well as board games. So, yeah, and the idea, that, you know, be kind of quite informal, but it's just an idea that there's the space for it. You can go there, 
you know, everybody else in that space, as well as liking board games, they will probably like this other thing that you also like as well. So you might get on. Um, yeah. <laughs> or there may be fighting in the streets. <laughs> you know, one or the other. Yeah. One or the other. Just smashing a muffin into someone's head. <laughs> I'll just be like, I'll be out in the news. <laughs> Watching the sirens go past yeah. as I'm driving away, you know, laughing maniacally because, you know, I was definitely going to win that score competition. Just basically. with a clump of hair in your hands. Just <laughs> I got it. I got it. It's my Rodney's kind of lying in the corner crying with a bald patch at the side of his head. It is mine. I now control him. Um. Oh my goodness! I don't even know what you call this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. Thank you very, very much for coming well, on, Mark. You're probably going to be. This has probably been the most least serious <laughs> show, but it's a new year. Uh, I mean, you're at the same. New year, new, new year, new me. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop me. Anybody that gets in the way of this, and it's just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you're still wearing the same tracksuit from last year. Um. <clears throat> So what we'll do is we'll make sure we put all the links that you've given us in the show notes so that we've got notes to show. Because <laughs> I've managed to remember one thing that we used to do. Um, if you want to um, keep an eye on what we're doing, go to the internet webs and search for We Are Not Wizards and you'll find us on the website, which is wearenotwizards.com and the blog, which is wearenotwizards.blogspot.com. You'll find us on um, YouTube and you'll find us on things like Spotify and you'll find us on uh, Apple Podcasts and all those wonderful places um, if you really like what you've listened to tonight, um, there's two things you can do first of all, um, if you've listened to tonight and say I'm not listening to this ever again but if there's somebody that you don't like <laughs> that you maybe want to maybe torture them for a little bit and say, oh, there's this funny Scottish guy. You know, the other guy, he's quite good, but there's this other guy you want to listen to. Just tell them about us, you know, and and, 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 and kind of spread the word about what we do and how we do it. The other thing is you can always jump onto Apple Podcasts and you can drop us a subscription or you can drop us a rating or a review. Um, if you do drop us a rating or a review, remember, um, don't give us 10 stars because it makes us big-headed. But don't give us one star, because it makes us cry. Give us something in the middle, like a five, because it's average, and we're just a little bit average. But the person who's not been average tonight is rather wonderful, rather fantastic, Mr. Mark Cook. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on. So Thank you for having me. Um, it's been It's been a thing. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even get to tell you about my dad's Christmas dinner. Yeah, oh my god. Well, you have to come back then. Yeah, I could come back. You have to come back, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of editing. I might I need to get you to come back on and just do some filler bits. Yeah. <laughs> just to make it legible. Yeah. Or know, maybe we'll the... do it in like June or July when everyone's forgotten about Christmas and everyone's just going, yeah. oh, it's so hot, and we'll just start talking about Christmas dinner and it'll be great. And we can be talking about six months until Christmas. So to start <laughs> off the Christmas preparations... Yeah. Because that's when Amazon's Black Friday sale will start in July. Because yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. that's the way they're going. We could start off with a lovely Christmas story. <laughs> the Mark the Mark Cook Christmas something or other. I'll think about something. <laughs> um, there's only two more things to do. The first thing is to remember that we are many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, Mark? We're not wizards. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Stupid wizards. Did you just did you just scare bloody wizards? <laughs> In cars with Coming frogs. Around here. In cars with unlucky frogs. Cars with leaving tea bags at the side of the counter. Wizards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not I'm glad wearing, I'm not one. You know. I'm definitely glad I'm not one. I mean if I was one there'd be something in my Twitter bio. <laughs> anyway. Um and the other thing is to say goodbye. So say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye, Mark. Yes. I'm just embracing that. I used to annoy me now, but I'm gonna come. I've had a word with myself, and I says, "Don't let it annoy you, because if everybody's gonna do it, they might as well just let them do it." Yeah. Don't let it annoy you. <laughs> and the other thing, and it's a goodbye for me. Remember, stay safe. Rollsixes dot com, and uh, if you are wanting to come to Harrogate. <laughs>
Goblet said, and you fancy playing a board game. Then come to Aircon. Is it the 8th to the 10th? 8th to the 10th of March. I'm an actual Muppet. <laughs> actual Muppet. But, you know, come down, have some fun, meet some people, um, see Rodney, see Kim Joy, see Mark. Yeah. You, you kick about or do you go and hide? No, I'm, I'm about, um, I'm fairly easily spot I'm a pretty big guy. Uh, someone said I was like right, okay. a moving piece of the hall, like a pillar that just moved around. <laughs> Say in America, he's a big galoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, but, yeah, say hi. But until I, yeah, let's, yeah, just, yeah, say hello to Mark and say and congratulate him on another successful um, event. But until the next time, um, sorry. <laughs> is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to.